Hi there, I'm Hilary DeCesar, and you're about to listen to episode number 12 of the Silver Lined Relaunch. Kim Woods, who you're about to hear, is a woo-woo sister of mine. What's a woo-woo sister? It's someone who, like me, believes in the universe, the divine, and in turning transitions into transformations by relying on what is already inside of you. But listening to your inner voice, which is aligned with your divine purpose, it's not always easy, is it? And Kim will take us through her own powerful journey to becoming who she was meant to be. This episode is packed with eye-openers on how you too can become who you were meant to be and also embrace the silver linings along the way. They're part of this important journey as well. So enjoy, and don't forget to listen closely. When Kim talks about the discomfort you feel to know you are truly on to something real. And now, our conversation begins, and so does the connection with the universe. You're listening to the Silver Lined Relaunch, and I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, award-winning entrepreneur and transitional coach. Each week, I'll invite you to tune into inspirational stories, revealing how you too can turn ordinary experiences into the extraordinary. Feeling stuck? I'll share step-by-step strategies to fuel your ability to experience a life where silver linings are both abundant and possible. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 12. And today I have Kim Woods with me, and this is going to be one of the more unusual episodes, trust me on this. And that is because her story perhaps is something that we all have thought about, but we never could make it happen. So Kim, Thank you so much for being here, and I am so excited to get into your relaunch. So let's let's hear how did this all come to be. Well, first of all, Hillary, thank you so much for having me here. I am thrilled to be on your podcast. I love the work that you're doing, and I love the messages that I've heard in other episodes. Hey, we can and just we can we can stop right here because that was, that's awesome. But unfortunately, you know what? I really do think people need to hear your story. So we'll keep going. All right. Let's, let's hear it. Yeah. So I think, I think what you're leading from is that I was in corporate, very, you know, high level corporate as an IT consultant slash business consultant. And now I'm a spiritual leader. And how does that happen? Right? Like what is the craziness that happened in my life that made that happen? It is, it is pretty out there. You go from this corporate, high-powered, doing, you know, like one of many to all of a sudden, I just, I, I, need, I need to do something completely different. Absolutely. I mean, it is, it is really interesting that, you know, you seem to have all the things, you know, you have the, the career, you have the salary, you have the husband and the children, and everything seems to be just beautiful and wonderful, and yet you have this dissatisfaction inside of you and you're unfulfilled and if you were to convey that to anybody else they think you're crazy and yet it doesn't go away it keeps growing as you get older 
until it gets to be such a shout and a crescendo that you have to listen to it. You just can't ignore it anymore. Oh, you know what my grandma used to call it? The divine discontent. Ooh, I love that. That that, that something in you is saying, listen, listen, and you're just, you haven't done it yet. And then, and then what happened? So how did that all, how did it start? Yeah. So here's the thing. I, I unfortunately waited until I had to be smashed over the head with a big baseball bat, right? Like I think (laughs) it happens. So my first baseball bat was my son was born. He's now 19. He is completely fine developmentally, but when he was born, he was, they called it the Asperger's um, spectrum Mm. back then. Mm-hmm. So it's on the autism scale, um, super frightening, you know, getting your arms and legs around it, especially where the internet, I'm dating myself, but the internet wasn't really savvy yet. So you couldn't get a lot of information. And so what ended up happening was I ended up pursuing it rapidly. Um, and I ended up going both to that Western, you know, medical therapy, very traditional um, solution set, but also went to alternative and very complementary um, therapy set, you know, whether that be acupuncture or it be um, even like Montessori school for the sensorial input, or I will tell you, I went way woo. I ended up taking a tremendous number of workshops in the Reiki realm and, you know, essential oils and things, just looking really for anything that would help rewire his brain versus looking for strategies. Or were you also not wanting to continue down Western medicine, drugs, drugs, drugs. Was that part of it as well? Yeah, we didn't actually do any drugs. He was really little, but we, we were really lucky in that we got, uh, we caught it, you know, quote unquote early. We caught it um, with the, the, he couldn't actually physically move that well. So mm. we saw things really, really early. So he was so young. The good news about it, he was so young. So we got to do early intervention, you know, literally and figuratively. Um, but the bad news was we couldn't diagnose and we, and we didn't, there wasn't a lot of information. So this is where, this is where my journey begins because I went into my intuition. You know, when you can say mother's intuition, you know, we can, we can start there, but it was really much deeper than that because the things we pursued were a little bit on the crazy scale, you know, like we did like shaman work and we did soul retrieval and we did, um, he's got something to help him with sleep even now that's from the Dalai Lama. I mean, we did some, a lot of things because he was having such trouble. He was just having so much trouble. And so you were a mom just looking to try to have any, any help, any support, and you were looking everywhere and you were trying and you're trying. I mean, the fact you brought in a shaman and I get it. I understand all of that. I did very, something very similar with my son and, you know, but did you, when you were growing up, have a connection to any of that, any of that side of like the, not the Western medicine type. And I say it because my dad was a doctor. My grandfather was a doctor. I mean, I grew up with like Western medicine. Right, right. Yes and no. My mom was really um, a health food nut. So her whole thing was like no sugar. We went to the health food store when there was like one health food store in like a 20 mile radius. So from a nutrient, you know, a nutrient perspective, that's definitely true. I will say a little bit something crazy, Catholic upbringing for me. So in church, all, you know, you know, regularly, I can't even say the word, it was regular. Um, And yet she believed in astrology. 
And so there was my window, you know, it was open mm. with respect, you know, but open enough to say, okay, we're, you know, spirits here having, having a, you know, human experience, although that wasn't the language that we used then, but it was okay, both from a nutrition perspective, therefore you could go into, that's how I think it was so easy for me to go into the essential oils and the flower essences. And then for that, you know, let's look to see what's going on in the spiritual realm, like the soul level, that was open as well. And so you really had, you, you started to go down this path and you had had a little, a little bit of it, but not, not to the point where you were like, I'm willing to try, I'm willing, I need to hear, I need to understand. And you said it was, you started to trust your intuition. I, absolutely. Can yeah. you, can you tell us how does one trust their intuition? That is such an excellent question, um, you know, because what, what I say a lot to, to my prospective clients or my followers is you need to know, like, and trust yourself, right? We've talked about this, you know, and anecdotally, we've talked about this, where, you know, in the business world, remember, I'm a business person, first and foremost, right? So we talk about that for marketing, you know, clients need to know, like, and trust yourself, trust, you know, you before they work with you. But I say, no, you need to know, like, and trust yourself. Right. So, so the, the knowing piece is where intuition starts, because if you don't know, you have it, you don't know, you can rely on it. You don't know how it speaks to you. You're never going to get to that trust piece of it. Right. So, so what I tell people is that you've been turning it off and ignoring it probably your whole life because you were told you were crazy or that didn't exist or, you know, what, where are you getting that information? You should really make a pro and cons list to make your decision. And so the first act is to say yes to your intuition is to, is to allow it to come to you and you can do it with the small things. Should I bring an umbrella today? Am I going to find a parking space? You know, is that person going to be on the other end of the, the phone? And you can start testing it with things quite frankly, that, don't matter that much. So what a lot of people say to me is they, well, I wanted to know, I wanted to really lean into it, whether I should buy that house or, or whether I should marry that person or not. I'm like, that's awesome. But if you haven't been using it, that may not be your first foray into it. You may mm. want to exercise the muscle. Exercise the muscle. You really have to. You can't just expect like, oh, your intuition. I also find it interesting when people say it's not just the intuition in your head, it's also in your belly. It's that gut instinct. Absolutely. There are two, I love how you say that there are two different types of intuition. There is that more instinctive that's much more, dare I say, animalistic. You know, it's just like that natural response. And then there's that more opening to yourself of, okay. Am I actually getting this impression when you're with somebody else? Am I getting that vibe for whether I should do something? Am I, am I getting that feeling of, do I want to continue this relationship or go into business with this person or what have you? That's much more, you know, it feels, it's more abstract. Mm. You know, a lot of times we don't feel it. So Kim, how long were you in the corporate world? Oh God, I was in the corporate world for, now you're making me date myself, Hillary. Um, I was in the corporate world for, to do math in my head, like 15 years and then started a, a business consulting practice with my husband for about 50. Oh yeah, you're making me totally add. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but really, I mean, you were corporate for a very long time. Oh, tremendously. Then, then you start to go through this metamorphosis of yourself and your journey how did you actually cross over? What was that like? 
Oh, okay. So I, so when I went into business with my husband, that was when my son was really, really sick. My husband was sick. I mean, it was, it was a little disastrous in our house. So I, I thought to myself, how can we make this work where we're going to fund everything and my husband isn't going to kind of like fall off the rails, you know, if you will. So we started a consulting firm. I do not advise this for anybody. Like, honestly, like my children were little, like, but we did. And so I started bringing holism at the time. It was early 2000s. At the time, holism was invited. And that was, that was something we could get into. Um, I will tell you, probably half of my clients would invite that. I had some CEOs that said, oh, Kim, keep the woo at home, please. Um, no. Yeah, keep but that was, behind that closet. <laughs> no, absolutely, no, right? no, no, no woo exposure here. <laughs> absolutely. So, so, you know, with the woo, but it was so hilarious because, you know, maybe at the CEO level, the woo didn't really come up to play, but certainly with, you know, senior executives and directors and managers, they always felt so much better when I was, I was there. They always felt so much calmer. You know, mm. they always you know, loved the insight that I had. So I was completely using it. I just wasn't, you know, really, I was leveraging it, but I wasn't really, you know, talking about it that much, except for behind closed doors with some of those executives and some of those VPs, they'd say, oh, I want to know. I want to know more. And then it got to the point where I just couldn't ignore it. You know, that divine discontent just got to be bigger than my business experience. Mm. And I had to say yes. And so what did saying yes to this side of you, what did it really look like? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are like, I think I've got that calling deep inside of me. There's something that is, is rumbling that I feel like I need to, but you don't know how to act. You don't know what to really do to trust yeah. yourself, right? Because you, yeah. you don't have that, you know, that backing of, well, you, you've had years and years of experience. Well, and that's exactly right. I mean, you're walking away from things that you know and things you're really good at and, and things that have come easily over time. And, you know, I, I looked, I didn't have any marketing and sales for the last six years of, of my, you know, my, my consulting firm because it was always referrals. It was just a beautiful thing. And now here you go. You're going to shift again and you're going to reinvent yourself and you're going to come out of the woo closet. That was big for me. Um, and you're going to come out in this way. Um, Before you go on, can you just help us understand what exactly do you do? What What is your woo side that you have harnessed and, and you're facilitating now with your clients? So here's ready for the woo. I channel the voice of your soul and go back to the minute that you were born so that you can see yourself with clarity without any familial conditioning, without any societal expectations, without any cultural norms pressing on you and you can see what you were here to do your true life purpose and then the okay so people are out there like whoa <laughs> i mean you talk about going from corporate to i am going to go back to when you were first born why you're here and help you with your purpose yes whoa Absolutely. I mean, I got a cough on that one <laughs> because that is just, that's a heavy, I feel that throughout my whole body. That is just so good. Yeah. And, and, and it really is. So this is why I, I couldn't stop. You know, the passion was there. Um, you know, what was the lead into that? You know, I use different tools and I use astrology that thank you mom for leaving that window open. You know, I use human design for the energetic map. I use the Akashic records to go in and read your ancestry. I'll be honest with you. Those are beautiful tools and I love every single one of them that helps you open up 
to me. I can do this sitting here, you know, but, but what I say to my clients, it doesn't matter that I know it matters that you know. And so, so what you're I saying think, is that a lot of us need to hear that you're using these tools because that's our analytical brain saying, okay, how is she doing this? How is absolutely. this really happening? How, and, and as you're saying, I don't even need that. Like I can just, right. I can access that divine. I know what's going on within you, but I'm going to share with you so that in layman's terms, we can understand what you're saying through all of these different tools. And absolutely. Absolutely. You people lean in, they open up, you know, what, what wouldn't work for me is that if I'm, if I'm sitting here and I'm knowing something about you, again, I always say that's marginally interesting. Who cares what I know about you? You care what you know about you. So if I can, if I can do this through, you know, you chose this, this configuration here, you have this energetic signature, you, this is where your business, you know, savvy lies. This is your money signature. This is your, you know, love intimacy arc, you know, all these things, then you lean right in and you can walk away with that, you know? So even that first session, I call it the big reveal because we open everything up beautifully. And then I do work with people for six months. And so we go through all those things. We're going to be moving blocks. We're going to be like scaling and putting like new patterning together. If you have a business, I have the business experience. We've now counted the years, Hillary, of the business <laughs> experience I have, right? So, so I can do anything with business as well. I mean, you know, I jumped today from a financial model for one client to going through ancestry back to the 300s for another client and then doing another strategy with another client. But then we had to remove a, a money block that she had that was like from her soul DNA. And that was today. Okay. So I am going to let people know that I, I was first introduced to you via a mastermind group that I'm a part of. And I heard you talk and there was a calling within me. I had a mom who was really, it's interesting, not you know, didn't really have that Christian background, didn't really get into any of this. But she, when I was in my early 20s, gave me the book, Many Minds, Many Masters. And that Beautiful. was my moment that I thought, I, like it opened me up to, there's so much more here. But I was a corporate girl. I did not lean into it like you did. I put my walls up and said, that's way too crazy. My family's looking at me like I'm a nutcase. And only in the last probably five to 10 years have I really, truly leaned into that. So when I met you, it was, yes, I mean, I understood what you were doing. So you end up having this incredible relaunch, but it doesn't happen overnight. No. This, no. tell us about like, how, you know, it does, it takes time to really get comfortable and and there were ups and downs going through this journey for you. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I tell, when I say to people, when you step into your true life purpose, you will get to that full alignment where the power comes and the prosperity comes. You're, it's going to scare the crap out of you though, right? Like I'm just saying, this is bar none. This is what happens because think about that. You are, you are doing things at the core of your being, like that you're, that's in your bones and your blood and your heart and your soul are yearning for. And so you would have put up blocks. I love how you said that, Hillary. There are, there are blocks and walls and there's always a reason to say no. Always a reason to say no. I'm making too much money now or people will not believe me or um, I don't know if I'm any good at this. I'm so good at what I'm doing now. So, so for me, there was an element of that. I'm so good at what I'm doing now. 
I like to master things. So I was not going to come out and do this work until I had it dialed in. <laughs> that, was, that was me. So could I have done that? Sure. Did I do that? No. So it took, it took a handful of years for me to really develop these skills and to, and to get like, how do they all fit together? Like, I'm sorry, weaving like Oracle channeling with energetic healing with business savvy. And you put that braid together. It's not going to come into place like, oh, three months later, voila, here I am. Right. It's going to take some time. And what I needed to do, I actually turned my back on business 100% and went into the, the healing I had done through my son and had done that for many years. I was very comfortable with that. But the Oracle side, that wasn't really something that I, I never talked about it. I didn't know how much I did it. I didn't really know how much I was doing it. Um, and I, I, I went full on into that for a few years to get the mastery because I wanted it to be equal. So now that you are where you are and you have clients that you work with, and as you said, it, it crosses over so many different areas of somebody's lives, wherever they are really feeling that, that calling that you can help them, or basically you let them know where you can help them in those first conversations. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about now that you have crossed over into this new world and a new livelihood, the silver linings that have come up for you now that you have embraced it? It is unbelievable. I feel like I get to be, like every day is Christmas. I get to live in the magical world every single minute. I get to be who I truly am. Because you can imagine there was probably some parallel things going on when I was out in business and you know keep the wood home, right? And I'm in my home, I am 100% you know, in the magical realm. So now I get to fully do that. The, the amount of impact that I can make in someone's life is, I'm going to just say, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's so <laughs> awesome. I am so lucky. I wake up every day and I say, I can't believe I am this lucky to be able to do that. Okay. How, how is the marriage? Your husband marries one woman who is, you know, kind of with the, the shields on. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, you know, all this stuff comes out. What, what does he say about you these days? Well, it's so awesome that you say that because I just revealed a three-part love story um, just even in the last week um, in my, you know, email world and in, for my people. And we've been together for 23 years. We've been married for 22 of them. We have two children. We've gone through a lot, right? So it's been a long time. I will say that when I met him, I just knew it was at a soul level mm -hmm. and he feels the same way. And so this is hilarious. He knew, he knew what he was getting into, Hillary, right? So, <laughs> so he called me when we first were together and everything. He's like, you know what? Loving you is an extreme sport. He's like, you like, <laughs> that sounds like something my husband up. would say. <laughs> you got to buckle up. Right. And then, then, okay. So that's, you know, as we're going through life and whatever, and he knew, he knew I was intuitive and he knew more than I did. You know, he was, he was the one, his heart was more open. I was more in my head. Um, he's more chill. Um, so he's not, he hasn't been surprised at all, but I will reveal that he did then, once I stepped fully into this path, and I was saying to him, I'm on this oracle luge, you know, I don't know where I'm going. And he, he will say the transformation that we have to undergo all the time, because think about it, layers keep coming up, right? So, and we keep saying yes to that. And he now calls me his perfect storm. Oh, that is so great. And, and I like the luge. <laughs>
Yeah, the lose, right? Yeah, 100%. So <sighs> what, what he'll do is I'll say, I'll say to him, okay, here we go. Here's another thing. And, he, and he'll be like drinking his tea and he'll like take a little sip and he'll go, he'll take a gulp and he'll go, okay, let's go. <laughs> this is really funny. Someday I have to have you meet E because <laughs> we are having similar conversations, which is crazy. So when you think about the relaunch effect and we have seven steps and in the past, you know, you and I've discussed some of these, I really, I look at step number four, realign. You had to realign yourself with, you know, you were on this path you had to have that comfort within yourself to say, I'm going to reimagine what my life's going to look like in the future. And does tell us about the alignment now. Yeah, I, I have to say, like, this is where, just where going back to grandmother, the divine discontent, it, you know, and people can't see because I'm on podcast, but I'll just say, I'm using my hands like it's a fork in the road and they just keep getting wider and wider. I was becoming so misaligned with who I truly am. I don't know how much longer I could have gone down one path versus the other, right? So, so there was definitely this push. But here's the thing, it's not like this nice, beautiful push down a beautiful slide, right? It is like this pull and tug and, and doubt and uncertainty and you're quaking in your, in your shoes sometimes. Mm -hmm. I will tell you when that happens, you are exactly on your right path. Because if it wasn't such a big deal, it, it, it wouldn't be, have this much meaning. Right. Definitely. All right. Well, this has been so incredible. I know we would all love to ask thousands more questions because this is such a unique conversation. But now we're going to go into the rapid fire questions as we wrap this up. All right. Number one, Zoom calls dressed head to toe or waist up? Head to toe. <laughs> How often do you wash your hair? Every other day. <laughs> That's actually a lot. <laughs> I'm Italian. I have to. Uh, okay. Favorite podcast besides the Silver Lined podcast? Besides this one, of course, it's the Selfish Podcast by Allie Martin. Ooh, that's good. Okay, I love this beauty product. Um, the I have a rose toner that is made from roses that I absolutely adore. Ooh, we're going to have to get a link to that. Uh, backyard barbecue or a schwanky cocktail party? Schwanky cocktail party. Okay. And what is your go-to poolside drink? It's Chardonnay. Mm, any variety, like any type, any specific brand? I, I, I love all California Chardonnays. Or just any, any of them. <laughs> any, I love them all. They're all good. <laughs> they all sound good. And then the last one, midlife magic means... Oh, it means, you know what? You come out fully as you and you really don't even notice what anybody's thinking. Mm, so good. Kim, yeah. what else are you working on right now that you want to share with others? If they want to be following you, if they want to get involved in hearing what else you do. Oh, absolutely. Um, so my, my website is kimwoods.com. You can find all the things. Um, I just launched prosperity meditations that you can, that you can get on the website. Just go into kimwoods.com meditations, free downloads. They're really yummy. Mm. Um, I have a Facebook group called power up. We do beautiful lunar ritual and we do, I do masterclasses in there, um, pretty constantly, pretty consistently. 
And I now am doing group work that I launch um, twice a year for my Be Powerful and Prosper Society. That's also on my website. Well, we will go ahead and link to all of these different areas and we will put them in the treasure chest. And thank you so much for bringing this, you know, really it, it probably isn't so new to a lot of people. If they would just listen, listen to what their internal inside is saying, it's really pretty incredible how people can relate to this. So thank you. It is so timely right now. And I look forward to our continued conversations around this. So thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks so much, Hillary. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care, everyone. And don't forget, live now, love now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you felt a connection to this episode of the Silver Lined Relaunch, please head over to iTunes now. It would mean so much to me if you would leave a good review and help others find Silver Linings as well. And don't forget, you can have immediate access to all of the bonuses and notes from the show today in our treasure chest, which you have access to for free by texting 55444 and typing in treasure chest. Or you could go to our private Facebook group, The Relaunch Effect, Living a Life You Love. Together we've hit the reset button for you turning your transitions into a transformation. Until next time, don't forget, there's always a silver lining.